The opening chapters of the Bible are the seedbed for the truth found throughout the rest of Scripture. As we study the first 11 chapters of Genesis, we will discover principles that can guide us as we seek to have a new beginning with God. Are you in need of a spiritual reset? Good news. Our God is the God of new beginnings. Let's join Scott Pauley now. You're going to think me strange, but one of my favorite things to do is walk through an old cemetery. I love to walk through uh, a memorial gardens and look at the epitaphs, read the markers, the names, the, the dates, the one line inscription that seems to summarize, at least by family and friends perspective, an entire life. When you walk through a cemetery, it does something for you. Solomon talked about that. He talked about the day of of death being better than the day of one's birth. He talked about it being good to go to the house of mourning. Why is that? Because when you go to the end, it clarifies everything. That's why when people get near death, they start thinking differently. They start talking differently because some things don't matter and other things truly do. Uh, Spurgeon said that the way to make the most of your life is to meditate on your death. That's not a morbid thing. Uh, That's a a sobering thing. It's good for us. It's good to go to a funeral. It's good to visit a graveside. It's good to think about eternity because that brings all of life into proper perspective. And so today we're going to take a walk through the family cemetery. Now stay with me just a moment because it is a walk given to us in Genesis chapter number 5. Genesis 5 begins this way. This is the book of the generations of Adam. In the day that God created Adam, in the likeness of God made he him, male and female created he them, and blessed them, and called their name Adam in the day that they, when they were created. So he backs up in the first two verses of Genesis chapter 5 all the way to man's beginning. What was man's beginning? That was the creation. That was God making man and woman, putting them into the garden. But then... Beginning in verse number 3, down through verse number 32, he walks through these generations. And listen carefully to how every generation ends. Beginning in verse 3, the Bible says, And Adam lived in 130 years, and begat a son in his own likeness after his image, and called his name Seth. And the days of Adam, after he had begotten Seth, were 800 years And he begat sons and daughters. And all the days that Adam lived were 930 years, and he died. And Seth lived in 105 years and begat Enos. And Seth lived after he begat Enos 807 years and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Seth were 912 years, and he died. And Enos lived 90 years and begat Canaan. And Enos lived after he begat Canaan 815 years and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Enos were 905 years, and he died. And Canaan lived 70 years and begat Mahalalel. And Canaan lived after he begat Mahalalel 840 years and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Canaan were 910 years, and he died. And Mahalalel lived 60 and 5 years and begat Jared. And Mahalalel lived after he begat Jared 830 years and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Mahalalel were 890 and 5 years, and he died. And Jared lived 160 and 2 years, and he begat Enoch. 
And Jared lived after he begat Enoch 800 years and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Jared were 960 and two years, and he died. Are you starting to notice a pattern? They live. Now, granted, they live varying lengths of time. They have different names, and their, their lives are characterized by different things. But they all have a set time, and at the end of that set time, they die. The psalmist said that our times are in God's hands. In the New Testament, we read that it is appointed unto men once to die, and after this, the judgment. Friend, I'm just going to tell you, as surely as there was a day where you had a beginning, there's a day where, at least according to earth standards, your time on this planet, there'll be an ending. Now, your soul is going to live forever somewhere because you have an eternal soul, an eternal spirit, uh, so there's never going to be an end to that part of you. But as far as your body goes, there is already an appointment on God's calendar. Now, I stopped in verse number 20. We'll come back to the rest of the chapter later in our study. I stopped here because there is actually an interruption in uh, this pattern, and that, of course, is in the life of Enoch. There are two groups of people. There are those who are going to meet God by the way of death, and there are those who are going to meet God by being caught away to be with him. Every person listening to me at this moment, every person on this planet, one of two things is going to happen. Either the Lord Jesus is going to come again and we're going to be caught up to be with the Lord like Enoch. We're not going to go through the, the gate of death. We're all just going to go to be with God in the, in the rapture, those who know the Lord. Or you're going to die, my friend. That's just reality. That is life. And Spurgeon, who I quoted a few moments ago, is the only person I've ever read or heard about who said, that if he had to choose, he would have preferred to go through death instead of the rapture. And uh, when asked why, he said because he wanted to feel what resurrection power felt like coursing through his body. Remember, the dead in Christ will rise first. Well, I believe whether it is by rapture or resurrection, we're all going to feel the power of Almighty God. And if I may just be personal for a moment and tell you, I would vote to go in the rapture, not through death. But this is life. Uh, man is created. Man is, is born. Man is given life. Man has a certain length of time, and then he goes to be with God. Uh, what do we learn from our walk through the family cemetery? Well, we'll come back to the passage, but let me give you just a couple thoughts today. The first is this, that we all live an appointed time. That's it. You have an appointed time. You'll notice the varying days here. The Bible uses that word, the days of Adam, the days of Seth, uh, the days of Enos, the days of Canaan, the days of Mahidilil, the days of Jared. Life is not measured in years. According to God, it's measured in days. Uh, we have a birthday. We mark the year. Uh, but I want to challenge you, make every day count. Every day matters. And frankly, friend, you don't have a day to waste. I don't have a day to waste. Uh, we, we measure so much by these big events, but I just want to remind you, life is not made up of big events. It's made up of single days. And when you get to the end, every day matters. Uh, years are made up of days. Life is made up of days. That's why the oldest psalm of the Bible, Psalm 90, Moses prays that his days, uh, which are numbered by God, uh, will, be, will be sanctified. His days uh, will be given to God every day. 
you know, if you look at a grave marker, the little dash between the birth and the death, that dash represents those days. It represents that appointed time. And I just want to tell you today, it goes much more quickly than you imagine it's going to. So first, when you walk through the family cemetery, you learn that we all live in appointed time. The second thing you learn walking through that family cemetery, and this is your family cemetery, by the way, because we all came from Adam, we not only learn that we all live in appointed time, but we learn this, we all die. And he died. You may live many days, as many of these people did, uh, or you may have a shorter lifespan. That's, that's up to God. That's not in our hands. That's in God's hands. But know this, one day, whether it's many days or few days, one day will be your last. And frankly, friend, today could be the day that you meet God. What if today were your last day on earth? If this were your last day to live, what would you want to do with it? I want to challenge you to do that today because that is what is going to matter most when you meet God. No matter where you are or what you've done, you can have a new beginning with the Lord. A great way to experience this new beginning is to have a fresh start in your devotional life. We encourage you to get into God's Word. On our website, enjoyingthejourney.org, you will find a wide variety of devotional plans from which to choose. We hope they're a blessing to you. Thank you for joining us today, and may God help you to enjoy the journey. Thank you.